0: What is up, all you rockers, rockets, and everything in between. You have joined us for a new edition of And The Podcast Will Rock. Welcome back to the show everybody thank you so much for being here and if it's your first time welcome hi how did you find us my guess is you like the band we're talking about but what we do here is we discuss the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time one track at a time i'm talking about van halen you know the drill i am your co-host mark kamire with me as always Corey morissette Corey, how you feeling this evening I am tired. Today was leg day at
1: the gym, Mark, so I, I'm exhausted. Oh, I, I, need, I need a pick can't skip me up. Legs. Can't, can't skip legs. So I, I knew today was leg day, and I knew I'd need a pick me up. So we had to go out and get just two of the best guests we've ever had in the history of the show. And I'm happy to say they both said yes for some reason, and they're both here tonight. Mark, give them one of your patented super cool intros. It's
0: because they love us so much, Corey, and uh, we love them too. We're talking, of course, about one of, if not the fan favorite of the uh fan guests well actually she is now an honoree uh panelist because she's been on the show so many times and she because she is such a fan favorite give it up for kelsey van halen herself mm. what's up kelsey how you doing
2: like i say always an honor to be here and i'm hey i'm glad that people love me as much as i love coming on the show so i'm happy to be here as usual
0: just a diehard Van Halen fan to the core. I think that's probably why people really appreciate it. And uh, and we certainly appreciate you being on the show for that reason. Uh, but not to be outdone, never to be outdone. Always we get these uh, little comments about how we are not rock historians. We know nothing about this band that we're talking about. And you might be right, but that is why we enlist in the actual experts. And there's no better then the expert we have on the panel, also an honorary panelist, Eric Sinich.
3: What's up, Eric? Welcome back hey, to the show. A certified expert. I have my certification somewhere there here. There is. I'll find y- it.
0: Yeah, you have it. It's in there somewhere. I'll <laughs> the
3: oh, shirt. You- well, Kevin's
1: yeah. going to do you have a, a t-shirt, a podcast or rock t-shirt that'll say certified uh, expert on there. <laughs> yeah, there
3: you go. There you yes. go. And, and, and Kevin, if you're listening, boy, that, that extreme song, Beautiful Girls, what a great tune, huh? He loves it. Woo. It's his ringtone now. I hear. I almost, I well, almost got into an accident laughing so hard. At that. We were just going to milk that for all its worth. Oh, I, and as well, because love extreme and all, but yeah, that is, <laughs> that's like wow. I was thinking maybe Kevin's being a to the little, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Kevin was was on the money, right, oh, right God, on that. That's, whole time, great. So. that's great. I'd say back to back. Listen to that, and then watch Dave doing his clown dances oh Let's do that no all.
0: nobody needs that but I'll, I'll tell you what the people do need they need to hear about what is going on in the world of van halen news uh this is how we start the show every single time and uh normally i throw it to Corey to basically read off what uh what you eric and company uh put on your website at van halen news desk so why don't i just go to you directly eric what's cool, going on in the world of van halen yeah.
3: I think you guys left off last time. Did you mention Sammy getting the, the, the star in Hollywood? Yep. You did mention that. We did, I think yes. that's where you left off. So then we, then we posted Wolfgang's uh, latest single, Take a Bow. Mm-hmm. Did you, I think you mentioned that. Am I?
1: We did mention that in the Frankenstein oh, yeah. solo. Worth
3: mentioning again. Holy <laughs> shit, that's a great song. And the solo, man. And Michael Anthony was saying, he's telling Eddie Trunk. On uh, Eddie Trunk's, he's got a new uh, show on YouTube that rocks, and even Michael Anthony was like, he 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 got like you know the goosebumps, like it was like he was channeling Ed. He goes, "That's exactly what Ed would play over that music." Yeah, exactly. Uh, Neil, show I'm glad it's in there.
1: You know, yeah. <laughs> this segment needs a little music, I think. All right, go ahead, Eric. Oh, there it is. Yeah.
3: All around the world,
1: just, You
0: just need a little music bed to do the news over top. Uh,
3: go ahead. Oh yeah. Neil Sean paid somewhere tribute to Eddie
0: <laughs> somewhere out in the distance of Canada in the wilds in the frozen wasteland there's a Kevin Brown <laughs> screaming
3: <laughs> um, Neil Sean paid tribute to Eddie which was really cool you guys see that yep uh, yeah he was just jamming on uh, one of Ed's uh, EVH guitars uh, and and Mikey going through the entire Van Halen catalog he's ready for a tribute if it happens he's ready to go he's going through every single song from, from all the albums he's, he was on, which is, uh, 11, 12, what is it? It's 12 albums. I believe 13. Uh,
1: do, you, do, you, do you count the three? He was on two
0: tracks on Van Halen. Um,
3: yeah. It's late at night. My math isn't good, but we,
0: <laughs> yeah, but I don't get think the he's counting those either.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. But, he's, but yeah, he see. said, he's going through all of it and he's so- ready if it happens.
1: Because he mentions this, especially on Eddie trunk show, do you, do you think he's got an inkling? Maybe he heard something from someone in the camp that says this could happen.
3: Mm, yeah, hard to say. I mean, Mike's really—he's good with keeping things secret. If that's the case, um, who knows? Who knows? It's twelve though. You're at seven with Dave, four with Sammy, one with Gary. But yeah, that'd be cool, man. If 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 it happens, Mike, he's ready um and before i get to the top, the the van Halen six-pack when i just put up yesterday wolfie debuted take about live uh it's not the greatest recording but it's good enough just to see that that he you know it's the first night he played it which was in portugal and it's just as good if not better live uh and then and then tomorrow i was telling corey before we uh Went live with with everyone. I think we were on with the Patreon supporters, but <clears throat> Darren Paltrowitz of the DLR cast. He's been on your show mm-hmm. and has a book on Dave coming out in the fall on David Lee Roth. Uh, he shared a great uh, quote from the um, guy from Bill and Ted, uh, Alex, Alex Winter. Winter. Alex Winter, yeah, Alex was on the Paltrowitz cast, Darren's podcast, and Darren's mm-hmm. great because he always sneaks in a VH question, and of course Bill and Ted. You know like i think it was in the first one where they talk about van halen and how eddie's like the god so uh he's he's it'll be up tomorrow you can read it but basically eddie was going to be in that last one he he agreed to be in the last bill and ted movie uh, but was sick and and he said alex all three films they would just they would ask eddie and and the band you know do you guys want to be on primarily eddie and eddie always passed and this time around, he was going to do it. So the scene where you see Dave Grohl, where they they're they're in Dave Grohl's house, and Dave Grohl's like, "What the hell are you doing in here?" Uh, that was supposed to be at at his house. Oh. yeah.
0: Oh, that, I mean that, that that's a great scene in that movie. It's probably yeah. arguably uh, one of the better ones. Uh, and I like the movie. I didn't I didn't think it was too. too I didn't bad, see but, it. Uh, yeah it's all right it's it's a it's a a fine conclusion to that series but man that would have hit so much harder if it had been eddie's place that's such a shame no offense to dave Grohl whatsoever i love dave Grohl. no and i'm glad
2: if it wasn't eddie dave Grohl, like yeah yeah you know like he's pretty cool yeah i'm like i love dave Grohl.
3: yeah without a doubt it just would have been so cool fun fact if it was Ed. (laughs) yeah a little sneak preview because it doesn't go up i think i Timed it to go up at like 9am Eastern time tomorrow, so you'll see it there and I wanted to embed that that clip of Dave Grohl, but it's there on YouTube, but if you try to embed it onto the website it, it's blocked the user says oh. you can't do it so but you'll see it on YouTube if anybody <laughs> watches so but let's get to the thing I wanted to jump on real quick guys because I thought it was cool and I reached out to Corey and Corey, you were saying you, you were already aware of it. in fact on discord, there were some comments. That people were making so it's basically asking for the uh it's, it's the van halen six pack because eddie trunk has this new show called that rocks and it's him jim florentine and don jameson and they used to have that metal show on vh1 classic so this is kind of like right. a spin-off of it and so before they had michael anthony on they just basically said you know what are your top six van halen albums and a lot of interesting responses <laughs> and some uh <laughs> mark you're gonna love it Van Halen three. <laughs> More than a few people had Van Halen three on their top six.
0: In the, how about maybe, that? If it works for them, yeah, that's great. Right, right. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> how, but how many of them were in like the top three of that six? Because uh, that we'll find out. High.
3: Yeah, okay. yeah, we'll find out. I'm going to go through them now. <laughs> and and Corey, you have the the comments on Twitter, so I'll start with what I got here on the VHND, and then you can share what you so on there, and then we can all pick our top six so uh here's a uh, vhnd ron simonetti uh he's got fair warning at one van Halen one at two women and children first four van Halen two five a different kind of truth at six um vh red rocker so we know he's a sammy fan he's got vh one fair warning 1984 5150, 50, oh you one two for unlawful carnal knowledge um Uh, Here's uh, EF, E equals F-flat. That's his name. Edward, Alex, Michael, David, Lee, and Roth. That's what he put for his one through six. (laughs) Very clever. Uh, Let's see. Here we go. Ed Head, fair warning. Van Halen one, women and children first, 5150, Balance, and Van Halen three. Oof. And somebody, Adam King, posted below, another lover of three. Uh, Daniel Wissert. <clears throat> 5150 Van Halen self-titled at two for lawful carnal knowledge fair warning balance 1984. uh Craven Moore had the first six in any in any order you like basically uh this the, the Van Halen six pack is that's actually a name that's been affixed to those first six albums from the Dave era so we did get some of those comments like wasn't it already established that it's the first six we get that but this uh, fair. Okay. Edwill will, Ed cantors or cantress fair warning. 1984, Van Halen one, Van Halen two, different kind of truth. Women and children first. Uh, let's see. Getting towards the end here. Okay. VH one. This is from cows <laughs> or K U A I S R F R. VH1, VH2, Women and Children First, Fair Warning, Diver Down. First time we got a Diver Down. 1984, and a chaser of a different kind of truth. Uh, let's see if we got any more here. Okay, Drew48, VH1, VH2, 1984, Women and Children First, Fair Warning, A Different Kind of Truth. Different kind of truth getting a lot of love. Uh, Scott Everett. You know, Scott. Mm-hmm. 1984, the album that introduced me to the greatest band of all time, he adds. Number two, Van Halen, one. Three, 5150. Four, Fair Warning. Five, Foreign Lawful Carnal Knowledge. Six, Van Halen, two. Let's load some more comments. Brian, one, Fair Warning. 84, Women and Children First. Two, and again, a different kind of truth. Uh. Che- cheese booger. That's his, that's his name.
1: Mark, is that your burner account? <laughs> yeah, that's my burner account. You <clears throat> got me.
3: Yeah. Van Halen, two at the very top. Fair warning, 1984, oh, wow. women and children first, 5150, four on awful. That's six.
2: I'm really happy to see how many people are including fair warning. I was, That's really yeah. surprising to
3: me. Which is interesting you, you bring that up because um, – I I'll, I'll, i don't have it in my six, but I feel like I should. But I'm going to explain why I don't. <clears throat> um, Fair enough. And I'm going to get hate for this. Let's see. Uh, well, somebody just put the first six Dave albums. So. You know, <laughs> uh, I was in looking at your uh,
1: Yeah, on the Twitter account, 90% of the people did that. The only one I wanted to read off Twitter before I get into the Discord was uh, Pat Wilson put Van Halen 3 six times. And then put Gary Chiron, <laughs> number one
3: singer. Oh, Jesus Christ. Number one Gary fan. <laughs> yeah, <Nicole>. Rock and roll. <laughs> rock and roll VH. Um, he goes, the best six. Is that a trick question? Let's say VH1, VH2, women and children first. Fair warning, diver down in 1984. He <laughs> said, so let's see. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Scroll down, scroll down. Oh, that should be it, I think. So what do you got on Twitter, Corey?
1: Well, uh, well, I was. like Twitter is kind of pretty much all the ones you just read, plus uh, a, a few goofy ones. I, I wanted to go more to to our Discord server because that's okay. uh, the our uh, and the podcast rock. Patreons were on there talking about their top six. Uh, Scott Manifesto Monroe, uh, his uh, top six were uh, Van Halen one, Van Halen two, Fair Warning, Diver Down, uh, For Unlawful, and Balance at number six. So, hmm.
3: yeah, Balance, that's my man, pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool, well, a,
1: of- it, it, you can make the argument balance is their best send, best sounding album.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, and it, the, it, it did
1: not well, make my six. Don't though. tell it me about that. Yeah, no, yeah. me too.
2: Mine didn't. That's like right on my yeah my edge. Right. For
4: me. Yeah.
1: Let, let's go with uh, Jeff Brewer here. Uh, in approximate order, Van Halen one, fair warning, number two, 1984, number three, women and children first, number four, Van Halen two, number five, uh, 5150, number six, and then a uh, seventh, I guess right close to fifty one fifty he had four unlawful carnal knowledge so mm-hmm. ah. pretty good list there Ryan Powell uh he has four unlawful number one I think that was the album that got him into uh, Van Halen uh fair warning number two balance number three 1984 number four, uh, is fourth uh Van Halen one fifth and fifty one fifty sixth
3: so definitely more of a Sammy guy. There's We haven't people. had a lot of o u eight I don't even know if we've had any. I
1: don't know if we've had any. Yeah, like it's. uh, I've I've been going through these lists quite a bit and I don't recall seeing an OU8 one too. Uh, Kevin Brown, that cranky fucker who doesn't like extreme, (laughs) um, he put basically in order uh, 5150.
2: He he just cannot live on this stream today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Usually he's lurking too. I'm hoping he comes in here. Wow. That's uh, why. That's why he can't
4: live because he's not here. That's right. As soon as he pops on the
1: stream. As soon as yeah. he pops on the stream, I'm I'm playing beautiful girls again. So, just, just
3: so you
4: know, oh,
1: God. Uh, just his top six. Burn. Oh, his top yeah, six. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, what is what does he have? Fifty
1: one fifty, women and children first. Nineteen eighty four, Van Halen one, uh, for unlawful
3: and fair warning. Okay. okay. Kevin's a know, podcast. Kevin is a <laughs> podcast whore. I've heard him on on, on uh, Sean McGinnity's podcast. I've heard him yep. here. I mean, for God's sakes, Kevin.
1: And him and He's i are starting to keep a new up show Corey. <laughs> <laughs> him and i are starting a new one it's dropping in a couple of weeks so.
3: yeah what's that gonna be on
1: oh we haven't really announced it yet but it's it's, it's on a band G-U.
3: it's, it's, it's it, it, a deep, it's, deep dive into van halen 3 is that what it's gonna be
1: exactly just van halen 3 <laughs> oh lord we we talk about
3: I once for like six episodes show. Oh, no, I know. It's a Gordon Lightfoot. It's all about Gordon report Lightfoot. We
1: every episode. That's right. <laughs> episode one, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. It's going to be great. Block. <laughs> right. I got one more list One here, more? Uh, okay. Per Lineker. Uh, Number one, his top album, Van Halen 2. Uh, I like this guy. Fair warning, number two. OU 812, number three. Hey, There's our first OU 812. Balance, number four. Van Halen 3, number five. And a different kind of truth, number six.
3: Okay. And blood he, and he fire said, should have been the first single on a different kind of truth.
1: Man, I thought so, but Mark was not a fan of that one for some oh. reason.
3: Yeah, he Kevin was, was, was a little lighter. creeped. blended on Kevin the show. Was a, he was, <laughs> Kevin was a little creeped out by that. Told you I was coming back. <laughs> <laughs> say you miss me.
1: Yeah. What? What's your safe okay. word? That's yeah. That, that's just naughty. That, that's not consensual Ooh. anymore.
3: <laughs> no. Dave, Dave should have added the okay, like he does in the podcast. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I want to know everybody on the call here. What were your uh, Van Halen six packs? Let's start with Kelsey. Kelsey, Kelsey. why don't you give us your top six? What do you got?
2: Well, hold on. I wrote this down. So let me get it. up. Okay, here we go. So this is anyone who knows me, anyone who follows me, this is no surprise. My number one is fair warning. I love fair warning. I will, I will go to the ends of the earth to defend this album. I love this album so much. Things I wrote down are, it's super creative and it's really non-commercial and it obviously, it obviously performed that way as well. And, um, but I really feel like this album, it really showcases like everything that Van Halen has to offer, not only musically, but also production wise. And, um, like I think like it shows, hold on, what songs did I write down? Oh, it's like, so this is love like super like out of the blue for like anything that van halen does that bass riff in the beginning and just the way it's kind of like and the way that it's like does it like it's super like groovy and that's like we don't really hear anything like that in the first like maybe dance the night away but like nothing that rig like really deep into that kind of vibe so that one and i put center swing on here as well like as a good oh yeah that's a good yeah another one like a really great like it's a huge it, i think this album is a like a really good showcase of what van halen is and what van halen has to offer and like how heavy they can go how light they can go how well david can write his lyrics how well eddie can play rhythm and lead like you know what i mean and so yeah that would be number one my my notable like tracks from this are dirty movies duh um hear about it later that opening and like when eddie's guitar roars through the intro like there's nothing else like listening to that, and then Mean Street, of course, oh, and yeah. um, like all those, and like, and obviously like Unchained is another really good one. Like Hell I think yeah. like it's very core, like raw, and like it's just really good Van Halen. <laughs> I like this is the album I like show people. I'm like listen to this one, and then because this really shows them as as a brand, as like a as an artist, and like you know what I mean, like. Mm-hmm. So that would be number one for me. Number two is Van Halen one. Cause obviously, um, I, I specifically wrote down with this album, where would rock music be? And where would Van Halen be? Because like this album, I remember my dad literally telling me, he's like the first time I heard that album, no one had ever heard anything like eruption. And he's like, people were listening to it and were like, holy, like, who is this guy? Like, and so I think like, dropping that album first it's very it's very raw heavy we don't give a fuck like we're van halen and so like i think this is a really great album to drop first and kind of showcase like what they're about it wasn't like it really didn't stray too far from like really heavy rock and like like heavy guitar music and which is like obviously like i think like i said i think it's a really great album for their first album and um it really kind of showed you like what they're about Um, I'm the one on fire and obviously eruption, like those are my top three that I would like show someone off this album. Like, I think, I think on fire is like one of the, it's so tight and it's so fast and it's so good. (laughs) Like, I just think it's just, it's like, like anyone says like, what's good music. I'm like this, like this has every element of a great song and of a great band. And like, just they, they know what the hell they're doing and they show you that in their first album. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. So preaching to the choir.
2: Yeah, my number three is fifty one fifty. Um, the ones I wrote down on this was "Love Walks In" because I think, I think that song like another like shows a whole another side of Van Halen, and I think I think that's what this album does, obviously because there's a new singer, and but I think I always tell people this like, I think. Sammy joining the band really opened doors for Eddie creatively that he had never really, con- I mean, he considered like obviously keys and stuff, but David was such a showman that he shot that shit down real quick. He was like, I want guitars or not even really not even that. Like he, you know what I mean? Like he wasn't really allowing Eddie to expand himself the way that he could. And I think Sammy really did that. Cause Sammy's also, I always tell people, David's a front man, Sammy's a musician and like, which like neither good or bad for either of them. Like, I just think they're both good in their respective rights. And um, like I said, I obviously, it shows you, like this album shows a whole nother side of Eddie that we've never really seen. And um, like with his, I mean, we've seen, we saw it a little bit with his keys in 1984 and Women and Children First, but I think this was really like full-fledged, like, hey, well, and also it was a rebranding. So like, that's a whole nother, you know? So, but I think it was a very, obviously it was a very good and successful rebranding um yeah so my another one is foreign lawful um is that that's number four that's your um four. so i i think this is one of their best pro, like produced albums and like his eddie's tone is i think at its best here like and i i, I really think it's like i don't know if that's like whether it was the production or Eddie himself, but I think it sounds so full. I think it sounds like, I think like Van Halen one was like his original tone. He's like, this is, this is who I am. This is what I've got. But then uh, however much longer, it's almost like 20, 20 years after, right? I guess like, no, it was probably more like 15 after Van Halen one that this came out. And I think it just sounds like, you know, Eddie grew up a decade and he matured his sound. He matured the way that he likes, to like the way that he likes to sound, like outside of the studio, you know what I mean. So, yeah. So the ones I would pick from here are Pound Cake, Judgment Day, Judgment Day's intro. Like you turn that shit on, you're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <Hell> <laughs> and yeah. then yeah, because like I remember. So I've told you guys the story before, but when I heard it on the podcast, that was my first time hearing it, and I was like.
4: Woo! <laughs>
2: it was a great first song to not be familiar with. Um, and also Sammy's vocals in, in this all over this album are un, are absolutely insane. So there's really nothing you can, I think. And like, I just think the band sounds so full, matured and tight here. And I think you really can't get much better than that. And like, I don't remember reading about this time much in Eddie's book or even, um, like the manager's book, but I don't know how tense things were here, but it sounds like they're on, like everyone's on the same page. And that's why I really like this album. So number five is women and children. Um, this is, I feel like an extension of Van Halen one. Like, I think it's so Van Halen one and Van Halen two, obviously. I think it's so raw. I think it's so like, like fools, Romeo delight. Um, everybody wants them. I think those are just loud, hard rock songs. And I think they're so, they're so good. They're so good. Like if you just want to drive like 20 plus over the speed limit, put these songs, put this album on so good. So, so good. Um, yeah, I literally wrote fast, loud. We don't give a fuck music. So, and then my last one is 1984, um, girl gone bad. Um, Panama, Hot for Teacher. So this technically was the album that got me into Van Halen. Panama was the first song that I heard. So um, I think I think this album could have been longer. I think there should have been more songs on it. I think it would have made it a better album, but I other than that, like I said, we already got some bangers but I think it was like, we're seeing a little bit of Eddie's keys in here. Like all way, it was such a great song. And, um, like, I think you can kind of see where they're starting to tear apart, but it still sounds really good. Like David sounds really strong. And like, Eddie sounds like he's starting to break his creative barrier and, um, the drums and the harmonies of course always sound amazing. So those are my top six.
1: That's a great list. That's a great list. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hell yeah.
1: Scott Monroe in the chat says, or sorry, Jeff Brewer says, Kelsey needs to be on every week. So uh, (laughs) You got a full-time job, Kelsey.
2: I got Well, yeah, technically.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Why don't we go to Mark Meyer next? I'm kind of curious, Mark, uh, how your top six uh, shaped up.
0: I can tell you that it's whatever it has shaped to be at this very moment, I guarantee you will change uh, the further we go in the show and by the, by the end of it. So uh, it might surprise you. Um, I'll just say right off the bat, uh, the the Roth era dominates the Sammy era uh at this given moment. So mm, just putting that out there. Interesting. Um uh I don't have a lot to sort of comment on individually with the album. So I'll just tell you what they are because for various reasons. But right as as of right now, my top six, I'm looking at number six, OU812. Number five, women and children first actually uh number four Van Halen two um which is kind of shocking that it kind of fell that far ahead but it's still great uh number three 1984, of course uh number two though fuck, for unlawful carnal knowledge uh That's and true. then at the number ones, yeah, number two because it it just uh was beat barely by of course Van Halen one. Right. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, right. I, and I, I specifically chose not to use uh best of volume one because it just felt like a cheat. So yeah. uh, break it up <laughs> right. into, into albums. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's where I'm at right now for my top six. Well, that's
1: also a pretty good list. Kind of, kind of, some surprises on there. I'm surprised balance didn't make it actually yeah. mark. Cause it was you know, so close. Here. I, yeah. it's definitely a top 10. <laughs> well, and that's the be- That's what I love about this top six thing, Eric, that you're doing because mm-hmm. You, nobody's wrong except that one person who put Van Halen three six. Times. Yeah, except they're, that guy. The only person that's wrong. <laughs> that's absolutely incorrect.
2: <laughs> absolutely wrong. You know, how people say yeah. there's no stupid answers or no stupid that's questions. There's, there's that no. one. Are six yeah. stupid
0: answers. <laughs> six yeah. stupid answers. They never
1: met Pat on Twitter with six Van Halen threes, but because it's so personal, right? And, and mine was, right. was kind of personal to me. I know I got a little grief in the Discord checks I didn't have fair warning uh fair warning okay. is my number seven all right i
2: gotta go bye guys
4: yeah. <laughs> right. no it, it alternates Sorry. with
1: women and children for me women and children this fair week enough. i had it number six i love women and children album. i just love that nice. heavier vibe to it and they're they're just like maybe the odd track on fair warning that i like a little less than the ones i do on fair one women foot out the
2: children. door everyone say it.
4: it's okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> you caught me you caught me i still i still upvoted it though i like that track uh number five i had uh for unlawful uh, great, great album. Uh, that end balance, can, you can make the argument, are the two best sounding. And uh, Kelsey, I love what you're talking about with Eddie's tone, because it, it sounds, the, the g- guitars on that album are just insane. Mm. Like Judgment mm-hmm. Day, especially Pound Cake, uh, Run Around is my, one of my all-time favorite oh. songs, period, much less Sammy song. So mm-hmm, that's yes. my number five. Number four, Van Halen one. Uh Number three, 5150, uh, which does have probably my best, uh, my favorite Sammy track on there, Best of Both Worlds. I uh, love Fifty One Fifty. Number two, I had Nineteen Eighty Four. That's my intro uh, album to the band. I bought that in Nineteen Eighty Four when I was a wee lad of ten years old, and uh, that got me into the group. So I love Nineteen Eighty Four. Number one for me is uh, Van Halen too. Wow, That's always been always been my favorite Ooh, yeah. Van Halen record. Wow, uh, top to bottom, there's no. shock I'm not shocked I, by that. <laughs> I I think the. Uh, the transition from Spanish Fly to DOA is maybe the best oh, in rock yeah. and roll. Like when you're That's talking about cool, sequencing, yeah, to go from that nice acoustic to that dirty riff of mm-hmm. DOA chef's kiss it's absolutely fucking perfect so that's yeah. my top six eric sinich did you just uh, cheap out and put every single album tied for one or
0: what did you do <laughs> i didn't are you the van halen three six times guy no i didn't <laughs> this is burner. i
3: didn't i will say before i get my list i remember to this day distinctly during my radio days when i mentioned on the air the van halen three was a bust and this guy calls and he's trying to convince me that it's a great album. I, I'll never forget that because <laughs> I, I thought about that when I started seeing these come up on lists. They're out there. There are people that love yeah,
1: it. Absolutely. Apparently
3: you so. love that record. So I, I made my list. I, I made it with the idea in mind of like a summer six pack. Like what what six albums would, would you take with you? To, hmm, to the beach, yeah. like for a, for a whole day at the beach right into the nighttime partying your ass off with your friends, that's I just want to get that which out is of, what is Valen, van halen is for <laughs> yes so th- that's why i am I, that's why I, I don't have fair warning on there and i i I really i hated to have to leave it off there but i think of that as and like balance as more darker albums more aggressive yeah. so like do yeah. you want to party your ass off yeah on chain you could you could use but so i have at number six uh foreign lawful carnal knowledge um you know like sound top of the world um pound cake those are party songs so i've got foreign and carnal knowledge at six and number five i have to have the first album in there even though you know I'm, I'm burned out on a lot of the radio singles which pretty much is most of the album but you have to have it in there because again if you're throwing a party what's better than having running with the devil yeah. uh you know uh uh christ i'm the one you really got me, uh, you really got me on fire you know Kelsey was talking about so that's number five number four oh you eight one two nice um I love that album and I th- I mean there's some there's ballads on there but still it's it's summertime to me Feels so good as a summer song um so I got that at and plus that was the album that really got me into the band uh when I was 16 that album came out next is uh let's see so that leaves me at 654 at number three Van Halen two uh you cannot go wrong with with beautiful girls um not extreme real not the not real extreme. Girl, yeah. <laughs> i was wondering if he was it just is. gonna no, no, let no. that just just to clarify that <laughs> man, to, yeah beautiful girls and dance the night away i mean shit man that just makes you want to get drunk right now uh and now Indeed. the top the top two there you go the top two are really difficult for me because <clears throat> i was going to put two at one but i i didn't i have 5150 at two and that's the album that turned me on to van hillen like that's the album when i first heard it i got the goosebumps and i was i that's when i really became a fan however i have to put 1984 at one because it's when i became familiar with the band i was 12 when it came out remember it so well the videos etc but it also to me it encompasses everything that was great about van halen particularly the dave era dave's personality is probably coming through more than ever on hopper teacher uh eddie is what he's doing on the keyboards and the guitar and just the overall songwriting he is on top of his game uh you got jump which is just perfection pop rock perfection you have and then you have the stuff that's like more leaning towards the older days which would be those last two tracks like house of pain girl Going bad like real hard nasty you know uh raunchy van halen um drop dead legs you know th- th- top jimmy the deep tracks uh, I agree with Kelsey. I wish there could have been more on there. They could have. I don't. They really didn't have anything else other than right. Will, Wilson Pickett's in the midnight hour, which you could have stuck on there. But I, I wouldn't have wanted that on there because it would have stuck out like a sore thumb. like, why are you? Why is there one cover amidst mm-hmm. all of these? So it wouldn't have worked, I don't think. So no. there you go. Number one, 1984.
1: Oh, okay. Well, Eric, you did invoke the <clears throat> name. So I uh, have to play it. Oh. Uh- I'm going to play the good one. Don't do it. Oh,
3: thank you. Oh,
0: the good one. Yay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I think we're done with the other one. Unfortunately, Scott Monroe put in all caps of the chat, play it. Like I'm not playing that beautiful girls. I'll play this one though. Any day of the week. So
3: hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well,
1: I shouldn't play too much of it. We might get some more top sixes after this (laughs)
3: episode, but uh... (laughs) yeah, man, I just wanted to, wanted to jump on and, uh, get into that. I thought that was fun. And it's just I mean that's the thing with with the news desk is we it's it's a quick short and sweet thing you can't even call it an article. It's just boom, pop it up there. Just some sometimes that short and sweet stuff is is you know people just love those those lists. Oh and they,
1: like our, our polls every week we we put the poll out, right? Uh, to see how everyone's going to vote on that uh, the track we just covered and they're they're you know very popular. And we had a poll uh, from Blood and Fire. Uh Mark, should we talk about that for a hot minute? Yeah.
0: Well, we can. Uh, I'm just going to assume it's just everyone telling me how wrong and incorrect I am. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Let's give it a whirl. let's give it a whirl here. Uh, All right. Well, well I- the, <laughs> it was an astounding uh, 81.6 percent. What dreams are made of versus uh, myself and the 18.4 percent. The dream is over. So. Uh, if that gives you any indication about uh, where the voting was going to go, uh, and where <laughs> where my my position is firmly placed. Um, but look, it was just a it just barely didn't make it. But uh, I don't know they, they're not all uh they're not all winners for me. And you know, in this it's given still, moment,
1: it, it's the uh, second highest rated track off of a different kind of truth uh, on our Twitter unreal. polls. Number one was uh, Stay Frosty. Well, oh really? 5%. Yeah. Made these... Who made yeah, these? Who made spreadsheets? I need to know. Well, uh, this one was Scott Haskin, I think did this one up for. Us. Oh yeah, these Haskin of did our... that one. <laughs> yeah, somebody's. I was like, who? Students
2: Which students one of you was the spreadsheet person? <laughs> oh, I
1: mean, me. I just didn't put the numbers, but yeah, she's the woman. Was number three on that album.
3: And you did do. She's the woman who's number three. Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. So evidently, we, yeah. there's something people are hearing uh, in this album that I'm not, but it's fine.
3: Wow. You haven't done as is yet. Nope. No, not oh, yet. Oh man, that's, a that's killer. Yeah. That's
2: a banger. <laughs>
0: uh But we do have uh, we we do have quite a bit of people talking on this, and uh, I, if you want your uh, guaranteed tweet read on the show, you know what you got to do. You got to head over to our Patreon, man. We got a Patreon. Check it out. Find a tier that's right for you. I guarantee you something will catch your eye. And if it's not there, let us know. We'll make it happen. Uh, just a shout out to our patrons, Matt Lacoste, Nate from the Deep Purple Podcast, Rave of Flav, our buddy Josh, Greg Zito, Michael Griffith, Chaz Charles, uh, Sean McGinnity, Kevin Brown, lurking in the chat, uh, Lineker, Scott Monroe, Ryan Powell, and Jeff Brewer thank you guys so much uh i think that was everybody but uh so let's go through the tweets from our patrons sean oh, we Dick got a new one Front sorry Pod- we, we oh. got a brand new oh, we got one a i did him
1: yeah ben Uh-oh. Andriozzi uh signed up here just recently
0: so we should say a big thank you to him and hello and welcome welcome to the show Thank you, Ben. Uh if you're uh if you're if you tweeted, uh, I hope I do not miss it. Um, but anyway, starting with Sean McGinnity, he said, I enjoyed it and it has enough in it to make to make it fun, but I'm less likely to come back to it. But I also can't find enough in it to fault it. So it gets a thumbs up from me. So there you go. Uh Sean McGinnity right away is like, nope, can't downvote it. I respect it. Mike Griffith, he says, I was a week late with my manifestation. I love this track. And like I said on the You're No Good episode, this should have been the first single. I got I get the criticism on the mixing front, but the mixing on this album is way better than three OU812 and 5150. Um, would you agree with that sentiment? I I, I kind of like the sound of
1: 5150, but OU812 definitely.
0: All right. Fair enough. All right. So from the deep purple podcast, that'd be Nate says, I thought it was an enjoyable track. Band members returning is always tricky, but after the hiatus, I feel like this delivers on what the Dave era has impossible to fulfill those expectations, but I thought this was a good track. Um, so again, more, uh, more high fives and, and positive vibes here. I'm not seeing a lot of, uh, nah, uh, Oh, (laughs) Ask it and you shall receive from Rava Flave. He says, I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for being kind of, sort of on my side. There was a lot that it didn't work for me as well. And that is, you know, hints the down vote. So thank you, Rava Flay, for, uh, for helping me out on that. So, uh, moving on here, Scott Everett says one of my favorites from a different kind of truth. I don't freak out like the wannabe sound engineers that get so lost in the mix. This is a song to the fans with look at all the people here tonight being a tour reference. Maybe some things are lost on those that never had that experience. Maybe, uh, Yeah. There he goes with that I thought he was doing a little manifesto, but not so much. So, all right, moving on. Chaz Mataz. Oh, Chaz says, uh, Downvotes cause cancer. Stop the madness. <laughs> Say it like you mean it. One of Dave's most sincere passages in the whole catalog. I mean, downvotes causing right. cancer, I think that's a little extreme. No point in that. Someone called uh, <laughs>
2: <nice. laughs> call
3: a doctor, bro. Somebody called me a doctor.
0: As as if that wasn't enough, Chaz goes on to say, Dave's whispered section, say it like you mean it. My gut tells me that whole section was aimed at Ed, uh, tapping into years of harboring real spite. But the overall theme is, we did it one more time, boys. It warms my heart every time I hear it. Um, Eric, you're on the the show. You're our resident expert. Uh, Would you say uh, or do you have it on good authority that that line is directed at Ed specifically?
3: No, that's that's ba- that's basically Dave saying, after all these years, mm. you know, I, I, I knew it was gonna happen and here here it is. That's what that line is all about. Um it's it, it did, again, that's why I think it should have been the first single. It's a statement song. It's it's just mm. it would have been so perfect. But yeah, no, he's not directing that at Ed. He's he's saying that to the fans. The fans who've been yeah. wanting him back for a long time. For a long time. Long time. I mean, yeah. c- clearly, because people were,
0: were just, I guess, sick of uh, the Hagar era and uh, definitely were not uh, into whatever happened on Van Halen 3. And for that, I understand. And for that, apologies to Gary. Moving on, Scott Monroe says, one of my favorites from the album. It largely captures the vibe of its demo origins, although I wish there were some stronger harmonies in the mix. I don't, I don't disagree with you. Uh, classic Eddie Van Halen guitar work here is the main attraction. I definitely could have seen a version of this song existing on Diver Down. Uh, and he goes on to say, Dave's vocals are in the strike zone for this era. Lyrically, it's all about what the band has been through. A love letter to their journey and to pers- uh, uh, perseverance in general. Seasoned with David Lee Roth poetry. Hashtag what dreams are made of for sure. And a top tier track for this album. That's, That's bullseye right words. there.
3: That's perfect.
0: <laughs> there you go. You, you, Scott, you. Eric vouches, then that means it's A-plus gold standard. So there you go. Uh, Jeff Brewer says, not a downvote, but I have lots of issues, starting with Dave's note on Saints. (laughs) It's really not great. The (laughs) lyrics are a nostalgic callback to his hammy stage uh, repartee, but kind of thin. And the title belongs on a Slayer song or a a Game of Thrones episode, not Mm. this tepid tune. A tepid tune, he calls it. I get what he, I get what he's saying on that. Uh, I don't know if I would use the word tepid fine word tepid, uh, but not what I would, uh, not what I would call it. But anyway, uh, and then uh, Matt LaCoste says "Roth victory dance, say no more. Hashtag what dreams are made of. So, so yes, the, uh, the real winner of this poll is David Lee Roth yeah, because of course it is. Diamond Dave and diamond Dave. Yeah. Diamonds <laughs> are forever. Uh, but not his vocal ability. Anyway, so yo, oh. hey, <laughs> <laughs> and he right. loves hanging. It Had to be said. If he's gonna keep look, if he is gonna keep re-recording no, old songs poorly and then giving us weird dancing videos for no damn reason at all, then it has something. Traumatizing just have to us be with said. his
3: moves <laughs> and hanging out yeah, with dog like- statues. You know? Yep. Yeah.
0: I don't need that. Trying I don't to feed need it a cheeseburger. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got enough of that. I don't need, I don't need David Lee Roth causing more in my adult years. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, so there you go. All right. Those are the tweets. Thank you guys so much. Again, you want your tweet guaranteed read right on the show, join the Patreon. It'll be a fun time. It'll be fun for us and fun for Corey. He loves podcasting. Hey, Corey, should we do our other favorite thing before we get into the actual spinning of the wheel? You mean manifest? That's right. I just wanted to hear you say it. Corey's well, I got
3: to sneak it. out, guys. I'm sure, let me let you go before you do that.
1: Oh, you got to manifest a song before you go, though. Let me manifest a song, song before I go. go. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. My, my, my agent's tapped me on the shoulder. I got to go. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm going to, let's see, manifest. Um, l- let's do, you know what? Let's manifest as is.
0: Perfect. There you go. As as is. Is. There you go. Going back to it. So, well, Eric, thank you so much for uh, popping right, in, giving us uh, a top six and uh, always a pleasure. Come back anytime.
3: Hell yeah, man. I listen every week. Faithful listener.
0: Yeah. Thank All right, you, guys. We love it.
3: Take it easy. Appreciate you, man. Take it easy, guys. Chelsea, so goodbye. Got... Wherever you are.
2: Bye. <laughs> Sorry. There's so much thunder right now. I'm like.
0: <laughs> it's not Hopefully even Kelsey's Thursday. Hopefully, Kelsey's power stays on. Go home Thor you're yeah. drunk.
2: No, for real. No, it just started so this is what just happened. It just started storming and I'm like panicking trying to remember if I shut my windows or not. <laughs> I'm like oh jeez. Well, I mean at this point like <laughs> whatever. So but yeah. I'm sure if I didn't close it, my dad did. So let's just pray on that. Everyone manifest that for me that I don't there go outside. Man- <laughs> manifest closed <laughs> windows and closed
0: doors during a storm. Absolutely. And that my car um, is okay. <laughs> I hear that. So uh, all right, we've got one manifestation from as is. What did uh, what did the Discord manifest this week, Corey? All right, we got a
1: few in there. Uh, let's take a look here. Uh, go to manifestations and we have summer nights from uh, Scott Monroe. That's a great one. Although it's yeah. stormy nights uh, in Kelsey's neck of the woods. I right
2: know. <laughs> Lame.
1: Uh, Jeff Brewer was here dance the night away. I've been trying to manifest that one since yeah. I think show three. So I'd be down yeah. for that one. And uh, Kevin Brown agent of chaos says spanked. He wants to hear that from <laughs> more unlawful. So we'll see if that comes up tonight. <laughs> I want him. I want to do that on a live show though. I'm I'm
0: hoping we say yeah, that. I one do for too. A live show. <laughs> Let's hope. But the wheel is fickle sometimes. But uh, who knows? Sometimes we can call a shot. So, uh, Kelsey, uh, being that you're manifesting closed doors and, uh, you know, dry cars, uh, what about Van Halen? What do you want to manifest for being on the show tonight?
2: Well, it's funny um, that the first one that you said was summer nights because I saw that on the list. And that's one of my favorite, like. I could put that in my top 10 probably of Van Halen songs. So I would love to hear that one. If not that one, okay. anything from for unlawful, I would love to hear. I always love reviewing those songs.
0: Reaching to the choir. Yes, that would be great. But, uh, summer nights, we'll say, we'll say it's the summer nights and, uh, uh, you know, close second, a fuck album song. Great stuff. Corey, how about yourself, man? What do you want to bring to the table tonight? You know what? I,
1: I kind of enjoyed hearing that OU812 made a couple of our uh, uh, six packs here tonight. So I'm going to go back to OU812 and a little black and blue. That's what I'm hoping to spin here.
4: Tonight. Ooh,
2: <laughs> I love that song.
0: That <laughs> one's been uh, <laughs> requested quite a bit. Yeah, so <laughs> it would. Uh, <laughs> a banger. I think it would be a good t- good time. Yeah, good time to do that. So I, on the other hand, am going to uh, manifest light up the sky. Oh, very nice. And I want Van to do Halen just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the the, the conversation about Va- Van Halen 2 and where I put it in my placement and yours mm-hmm. um, just really got me thinking about it. So, yeah, I was like, I'd like to th- hit up Light up, the S- Light up the Sky. I think that would be uh, something fun to talk about. So, there you go. And uh, on a, a sort of a proxy vote for uh, manifestation of Amsterdam from another person off screen. So, just got to throw that in there. So, Is she that ready to said, go if Corey, we spin it? Is she ready to go? If we finish, I warned her. Come I'm, okay. Hey, I warned her, and she she made the joke. So if it happens, be prepared for a new guest. All right, sounds good. Well, since we were
1: talking uh, Van Halen six pack, let's shuffle the wheel six times here tonight. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right, here we go. Here we go <laughs> Well, we're gonna get fifty-one fifty, oh. and it's gonna be get
0: up. Oh. Yeah. get up. Okay. All right. Look how close to spanked it was. Damn, it, was so or big close. bad Bill.
1: Oh my God! We, yeah. we had a we had a shit sandwich. We had spanked on one side and big bad Bill on
0: the other. That would have been <laughs> something.
2: I would have loved to do the dream is over though. That oh, would me have been too. A great I love that song. Track.
4: Yeah.
0: But alas, we go to the 5150 realm, another Van Hagar era. Not mad about it. Uh, Kelsey, you got any, uh, without showing your hand or talking too much about it, uh, do you have any fond memories or anecdotes that have to do with uh, Get Up from uh, 5150?
2: Honestly, not really. There's so many other good tracks on this album that I haven't listened to this one as much as I've listened to the other ones, but it's on my it's on my list for like my playlist for
0: sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, how about yourself there, Corey? Yeah, this is one that, uh, when I'm listening to
1: 5150, this, this never was one that kind of stood out to me. You know, it's mm-hmm. obviously it's sandwiched between why can't this be Loving dreams, uh, which is, you know, a tough mm-hmm. place for that song, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and it's, it's been a while since I heard it. I don't want to tip my hand, uh, in any certain direction, but I'm really
0: looking forward to this one. How about you, Mark? Same. It's It's been a while. I think I've definitely heard it, definitely jammed uh, 5150 on several occasions, but this one's it's been a while. And again, I'm listening with the analytical ear this time around, you know, now that we're doing this show. So I don't know how I'm going to think about it. All
1: right, well, let's just get right into it and take you all the way back to uh, the first album with Mr. Sammy Hager. This is Get Up from 5150.
0: Oh man, not to cut it off right there, but that that intro just makes me think uh, the producer was telling Eddie, "It put more stank on it. It's not stanky enough." <laughs> like, oh yeah, because yeah? it sounds like he's taking his whammy bar and he's just got it all he's fucking the way on the <laughs> just on the other side, holding of the, his of guitar the body by it. the guitar. Yep. Yeah, he's just like, is that stanky enough for you? Just just <laughs> pounding on it and like, yeah, perfect. And then Alex comes in with that drum fill, and oh man, that's good stuff. Nice, clean double bass, too, from Alex Van Halen. Love that on the intro. Yeah.
1: Kelsey, what did you think?
2: Oh, my gosh. Every time I hear, like, an intro where it's, like, just Ed, I, like, I'm in heaven. I'm like, oh, this sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Like, when it came on, I don't know if you watched it, but I literally shut my eyes. I was like, oh, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I love, and his tone on like the his tone on this album is so good too. So, yeah. his tone's always good. So, like, I'm all, yeah, it's good.
1: Hey, you know, I talked about this being sandwiched between why can't this be love and dreams? But with an intro like that, that's the perfect, perfect one to slide right in there, right? You're kind right, of right to a stand out. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: sounds like they wrote this with dave doesn't it sound like that to you like it sounds very um stranger in the rear view me the struggle on the wind like that's what it sounds like it should be like i don't know like it's like it's that it's that like fast drumming and it sounds like the way that he's singing is like he's like talk singing like david does
1: yeah, I, I could see that. I know lyrically this fits more Sammy because Sammy was a fighter, right? So oh,
2: right. But um, I mean, like yeah. the way that the he rides yeah. the music sounds just yeah. like David.
1: Totally, I, I could absolutely see that. I just kind of dug that it was Sammy talking about fighting. They're out to knock you out, <laughs> put you down for the count. Watch left, watch the right. Yeah, I just Thanks. saw Creed three, so that that fits right in.
4: Ha! <laughs> nice,
0: good stuff. To me, um, well, just uh, kind of utilizing what what you were uh, talking about kelsey it's it's that swing it's that kind mm-hmm. of old like a uh, rock and roll van halen swing that they mm-hmm. do so well uh they do it a lot uh and when they but they do it a lot because it works and it just oh, yeah. puts you just in that, that good like r- party rock mood that van halen mood i don't understand how you listen to this even just the opening right here and you're still bummed out that it's not David Lee Roth. You're still bummed out. You're listening. Are you not listening? Like, listen to this. No, this is no, Allen. no,
2: no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, I is- just like, it sounds like they did. Like, it just sounds what? like this is like a song. Oh, no, 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 no
0: i wasn't calling you out directly i was talking to the uh, proverbial like uh, i know like you audience mean. who are just like there you go just
2: oh they're not like, like wow I'm this no. is this, this shit sucks because sammy's always, yeah yeah, yeah. He's just yeah. Like, oh, it's just like i feel that way with all
0: the singing right yeah, yeah exactly right yeah Everyone so like gives gives sammy such shit just because he wasn't in the band like and yeah I no always, he's sammy hagar
2: yeah and i always say like Well, and I think I I think it shows contrast, especially sandwiched between why can't this be love and dreams? That is totally not David, David Van Halen at all. You know what I mean? So like this, I feel like totally is like (laughs) he
0: can't do that.
2: (laughs) No, that's exactly. So I'm like, this sounds like such a like such a different you're like, oh, this kind of sounds like old old Van Halen or the Van Halen before this. And then but yeah, I, I agree with you on that because people are like, oh, like. Sammy wasn't real Van Halen. And I'm like, you're missing out on so much of Eddie's pro- progress and his playing and his tone and Alex's and oh, Michael's. I'm like, cause, because uh, there's a different person singing. Come on, dude. Yeah. There's so much good music but to listen to.
0: Those look, those, those Roth uh, diehards are just so stubborn, but they're out there. There's even to this day, they still exist. And I just, sure. again, I, I speak out to the mass audience. How can you listen to mm-hmm. this particular track even just this short bit and still be like well it's, it's still not van halen because it's <laughs> not dave I'm like shut up are you get out of here look yeah. how many people in
1: in their uh, six packs just put van halen one all the way through 1984 as the top six right and just i know discounted it's everything it's that like came you after guys gr- grow up you guys l- branch out listen to some other stuff yeah. Uh, Josh in the chat had an interesting comment because it's actually something I thought of listening to that intro that the whammy bar work sounds like Ed's playing slide. I thought he was playing slide there for a minute.
0: Yeah. I mean, he he might have utilized uh, like in, like an actual slide. It's probably in there, uh, but he's definitely making the whammy bar his bit. Has
2: he done that before? Have you ever yes, heard he a slide? He like never had a ton
1: of slide. There was a That's why I'm songs. thinking.
2: Have you ever heard a slide yeah. in one of their songs? Because I could not tell you one right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think there might been one for I fair can't warning tell match. you, but I'm, yeah, they, I, there's, there's a few. Yeah. But definitely, Robert, I could just see him in like the studio with like a beer bottle using that as a slide on the neck, right? Then taking the whammy bar. That's probably more extra. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Cigarette yeah. hanging out of his mouth, right? Looking super cool. Yes. Uh, here
2: we go. Um, To update everyone, my windows were up. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> my mom went outside to check and she was like, Excellent. they were all up. I was like, all let's right. go.
1: <laughs> all right, we can relax and get back in it. help me out mark that that sounds like slide is is that all whammy bar
0: there like it was so tight no that's that that is the the whammy bar is uh you know when the guitar makes that and then comes back up you know like those dive bombs like he utilizes those uh, yeah 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 Yeah. but no what yeah what you're hearing on this yeah that's a that's slide work okay uh and uh
1: the 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 guys are talking in the chat about the trans trem is that a, a tremolo uh that he's using on this I believe so. I'm not a complete gearhead, but I think that's correct. Uh, Jeff just pointed out that the uh, trans trim is pretty cool. Uh, he likes how it was used on Summer Nights a little bit better.
4: Mhm.
2: Mhm. I agree.
1: I'm not a big guitar dude, so I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> All right, let's get back to her. come on man i love their harmonies. it work it's <laughs> making it work <laughs> yeah uh, i'd love what like i know we, we're pointing out the guitars quite a bit but listen to what alex van fucking galen is doing on this track oh right
2: my god there. i was oh. just thinking the same thing like like he's barely stopped like they just, said this, this, is this is Alex's song right <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah this is alex's song Oh, and Jeff
1: says that he uses a slide in Dirty Movies and Intruders, so I knew there was one from Fair Warning. Ah,
2: yes. Oh, Dirty Movies. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, duh. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. I love when Eddie like jumps in after the vocalist and does those little taps. He does that in a few songs. I know I've heard it before, so I love when you just like he's pulling back a little bit to let Sammy do his thing because Sammy's obviously going off right here. He sounds great, yeah. and but Eddie's just kind of like I'm still here. <laughs> ding
0: ding ding ding, it's ding. like a call and response, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah,
2: it, yeah, yeah. Like they're gives, playing off gives, each uh,
0: other. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy, Sammy's just rolling with that line. And then, uh, just right when he's done Eddie's like, it's kind of like a, an echo, uh, mm-hmm. in a way, but it's not like a direct echo, obviously. Cause he's not playing, uh, mm-hmm. same as melody, as a melody. Yeah. but yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a call and response. It's very, he does do that quite a bit. It's very cool because it's mm-hmm. creative and it's, 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 he's got the ear like, for it. Yeah. And it makes me feel like the band is just incredibly engaged in the moment. And Mm -hmm. uh, that's not, you want that. You need to have the musical chemistry. That's what makes a band, you know, stay together. It's playful. It's fun. And he
1: did it with all three singers, which I thought was cool. Uh, Jeff Brewer has a correction for us in the chat. It's not a slide. The strand works like a movable capo when he uses the bar. Each of the strings stay in tune with each other.
2: Interesting. Huh? Well, there you go. So on this song, he's not using the slide. But the other one,
1: was yeah, uh, according to Jeff, that's not a slide on this. It's the uh, trans trim working like a movable capo. So cool. I'm assuming that means something to Mark.
0: The capo. Trans the, uh, trans trim. Trim?
2: Is that what the, is
0: that what it was? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> 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 like that one, that one just went like out of my brain entirely. Let me like, look was, it up. Uh, Hold on. I'll take, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Jeff knows this stuff. Yeah, he knows this stuff. So,
2: thank God oh, we got uh, Jeff. Yeah, so,
0: I'm not yeah. going to argue with you, Jeff.
1: Uh, because Eddie recorded this on a, on a, a Steinberger, and so Josh pointed out that he always wanted to trans trim, oh. but he couldn't afford a Steinberger at the time. So, that is that something that's kind of uh, standard with those guitars.
0: It must be because I've I've never actually played on one of those because again they're expensive and I don't I don't touch the instruments if they reach a certain one of these price. motherfuckers <laughs>
2: <laughs> little thing
0: yeah but uh, yeah it it must be uh, it, it must be something in particular in the pickup system that uh, gives it its tone its its precision so yeah okay I could, I, I believe all that. That's awesome. Thanks to all the guitar uh gear uh heads in the uh, chat here uh correcting yeah, us again, here.
2: I, I have no head, fucking.
1: I just foot. like playing.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, me either. <laughs> I'm like they're just pretty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, let's keep going. All right. Before we get into that, uh, Scott Monroe in the chat wanted to point out Mikey's a hero on the chorus. Uh, that that's really what yeah, stuck really, said yes. from this track. Yeah, like,
0: hold up. <laughs> he is howling for the moon.
1: dear god like it's
2: so fucking cool (laughs) that was good that was really good
0: it's like a it's like a train uh was about to collide with another train but then time reversed itself and then it (laughs) and then and then and then it and then it crashed but the crash was uh was like a beautiful melancholic sort of not melancholic, but it was just, a, it was a beautiful crash is what mm-hmm. it was. I don't if that makes any really sense whatsoever, because like, <laughs> I, that's, that's chaos is what I just heard. Exactly. Beautiful, beautiful
1: chaos between the Van Heelen brothers. And to your point at the beginning of the song, I don't understand how the DLR apologists listen to this and say, that's crap. That's not Van Halen. Or they just just
0: dismiss it entirely because like, I don't, I'm willing to make a wager that most of them didn't even listen to this album. Or if they did, maybe they listened to like one single and then just like, whatever, not interested. Like, bro, bro, just, just, just listen to it. Listen to all of it. Give it a fair assessment. And then, and then you can comment. Yeah, they heard "Why Can't This Be Love" and you know took
1: the CD out or lifted it yeah. off the record. Yeah,
0: they didn't get that far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ugh, so stupid.
2: sounds really good he really does i love the way sammy sounds like i know people don't like he is a very ballad heavy type of guy but like when he's doing this mm-hmm. stuff too like he's still even those like quick like high notes vibrato like he still does it he sounds like because i know like we like we said we talk about all the guitars and i mean we've talked about ed and alex and michael here but i think sammy sounds so good
1: Oh, could not agree more like this is such a great yeah. album for him like and then you have mm-hmm. dreams right after this where he's mm-hmm. really pushing it but he's not overpowering the music uh, lyrically it's really cool he's singing it cool mm-hmm. some of the best screams on the album are in this song mm-hmm. uh, he's absolutely yep. killing
0: it couldn't agree more yeah i got nothing to add to that because <laughs> yes all of those things <laughs> Sorry Mark just as a vocal uh, aside here um it's it's one thing to uh scream it's another to do a scream that actually um uh, you know fits the key of the mm-hmm. song that you're mm-hmm. singing and if you and if you're really good uh screaming on pitch is very diff as someone who uh, screams at people quite a lot these days on stage. It's really hard mm-hmm. to do that. Like it, it's hard to scream on pitch and like the precise pitch that he wanted to hit. I, like this sound. I don't know if it was 100% purposeful, but the way Sammy does it and just, just kind of comes out of him Uh sound. It seems like it's effortless. Maybe there's editing involved. I don't know. All I know is that it sounds like that's exactly how he wanted to scream it. That's exactly mm-hmm. the note he was going for. If if he told you straight up, yes, what I did here was 100% uh, purposeful. Like There was no accident. I, I believe it. I would absolutely believe it. It's hard to do that. And that is just the testament of a very uh, in tune with their own instrument vocalist, man. Because like, mm-hmm. I ugh. you guys know I'm a Sammy fan, but geez, that guy, he was so damn good his vocal control is insane
1: it's yeah was fifty-one fifty on all of our uh van Halen top sixes
0: i know it was on mine it was on mine i was it on mine oh no it just it 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 was not actually uh but again i said my list is is probably going to be like ever changing throughout the years and by the by the time we're done with the show uh or at least done with this iteration guarantee you my top six changes
1: All right, we got 39 seconds left. Let's finish off. Get up.
0: Do it.
4: Damn.
2: Woo.
1: Damn. <laughs> woo.
0: Van Halen doesn't <laughs> bring the storm. They are the Are the fucking storm? <laughs> Crazy yeah. stuff. Dude. There you go. There's get up from 5150. And again, uh, and, and maybe we have listeners that just never gave 5150 a shot just because they just didn't think about it It it's like oh it's not the roth era so i don't even know if i want to listen to it like well i really hope you're tuning into our show and i hope you tuned into this track and perhaps that will change your mind and if it didn't i don't know what to tell you so there you go (laughs) yeah Uh, and so with that being said i think it's uh i i think i have a pretty good guess but i'm just gonna do go through the notions anyway we're gonna vote we're gonna vote on how we felt about the song uh Kelsey, you're our honored guest for the evening. So, dare I ask, would you say get up is what dreams are made of or are you just kind of meh?
2: Doo 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 um I I was just listening to that tail end that just the get up and make it work. Like I'm like I could totally hear David singing this, like for real. Like, but I think, I think this like looking through or thinking about the way the album flows, I think this is like, it stands out, but in a good way, like, you're like, Oh, this is the, the still the same Van Halen I've been listening to for the past, however many years, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, that's why I think it's, it's, it still showcases raw Van Halen with a, um, with a different singer, but they're still showing like, Hey, still us, you know, we're still here. So that's why I say yes.
0: A Perfectly uh, a reasonable uh, sentiment behind that. And definitely truth like, Hey, yes, we are still the Van Halen you see. Um, Mm. But you know, you you can't convince people uh, unless they actually listen to it. So Mm -mm. uh, Corey, you've listened to this song. So now I have to ask you, is it what dreams are made of or did get up? Just bring you down.
1: So at the top of the show, I had to try and play it cool. Like, oh yeah, you know, I don't know this one too well and all that. This is one of my favorite fucking songs on 5150. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's definitely top three. You know, I, I love dreams and I love best of both worlds. Uh, this is right up there with both of those. I fucking love this track and everything about it. And if my wife didn't have to work tomorrow morning, I'd be heading downstairs to my drum kit after we're done recording and trying to play this. Cause it's just so much fun to play on insane. the drums. It's amazing. Absolutely love this track. So. What dreams are made of for me? Uh, Mark Kimmeyer, um, boy, I'm hovering uh, over the dream is over because you surprised me last week. Let's see what you're going to call this week. Uh, is this what dreams are made of? Or are you, is this is the dream over once more for Mark Kameyer?
0: First of all, I just want to point out that uh, Corey did leg day, and then he's talking about wanting to play this on drums. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, That's how good it is. Jobs never <laughs> stops. Yeah. Work, the work is never done, is it, sir? So, I, I don't know if I'd make enough. it through this song, but I would start it. <laughs> <laughs> but you would try, and it's it's yeah. the effort that counts. So uh, listen, man, I, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say about this song? I I, I think I showed my hands in the first uh, 20 seconds of the song. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember this one. Uh, I'm going to really enjoy this um it has everything that you I, I know i say this a lot about a lot of songs but van halen is just consistent when they give you the proper formula of van halen it's why they were so successful it's why you keep tuning into them you keep spinning the records because when they really nail it uh performing a song they nail it and they do it the best way they can do it and it's just it's the van halen way this song is absolutely the van halen way could you could, do you do you even think remotely i i say this out to out there to the cosmos the ether do you think david lee roth could remotely sing the way sammy hagar sings on this song? do you think dave could keep up with this song i know you're probably thinking uh he did in hot for teacher or he did in uh, these other songs like no no no, no. I'm talking about this one I'm talking about get up you think dave could keep up with that no i don't think he could um, and uh if he if he wants to re-record uh with his own vocals on this particular track, I say go for it. I would be really look forward to hearing what that sounds like. But any nevertheless, I'm not here to uh insult Dave, I'm just here to say, you guys, Sammy Hagar is the fucking man. Okay, and this is just one shining example. Also, though, not to be and in, in, in no small uh, last, but certainly not least, Michael Anthony is the unsung hero, which is on, uh, ironic because he's singing his ass off in this particular track for background vocals. You need a Michael Anthony. Every great band needs a Michael Anthony. I'll, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. So, uh There you go. I've got nothing else to add because this is just a great track. And I don't understand if you're a Van Halen fan, why you would not enjoy Get Up. It has the Van Halen swing, the rock and swagger. Everybody is just on point. It's great. It's what dreams are made of. There you go. Full sweep. Put a period on that. Stamp it. Send it out. But we can't because Corey likes to do this thing where he makes me play a game that I'm not good at. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> that's right it's time to play how many times did
1: van halen perform get up so we're going to start with uh kelsey because everybody loves kelsey and she's bound to beat mark at this game kelsey how many times <laughs> do you think
2: <laughs> i'm trying to think i'm like trying to map in my head real quick
1: oh my gosh how many times do you think van halen performed get up
2: i'm gonna say like Let's go like four hundred times.
1: Four hundred times. All right, that's a nice big number. Mark Kamai, remember, Price is Right rules. You have to get closest to the actual number without going over. How many times do you think Van Halen performed? Get up. Well, if I'm in the band, we're playing this shit
0: every freaking. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, it's on the set
2: list every (laughs) night. Thirty dates.
0: But I got to say this, this just seems like the kind of track that they absolutely would not play every show. That's true. Um, Yeah. Certainly, certainly not when, uh, when Dave came back to the band. So there you go. You cut, you cut a lot of that out. Um, I'm going to say they probably played this song, a healthy number of 180 times. Here you go. 180. Well, you both went over. The correct number is
1: 112 times. Hmm. Oh, and guess what? They were all in the same year. They only performed this song in 1986.
2: Yeah. I bet Sammy was like, not again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Alex I mean, was like, not again. Maybe Alex too.
0: It's so Alex. And Eddie. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true. Well, the rhythm of it is so difficult. I can imagine putting that in a set list and playing it every night is hard. You know, it's a heavy yeah. song. It's a hard song.
0: It I'm is. Looking yeah, maybe sandwich like. Yeah, I'm gonna have to stop it. And Michael Anthony's like, "Oh, thank God." Yeah. Oh, no. This... Exactly. Here's how these shows started when
1: they played it. Uh, "You Really Got Me" was the opener. Then there's only one way to rock. And then summer nights. And then get up into the drum solo.
2: They put there was only one way to rock ooh, in their cellos.
1: Yeah.
2: Huh. Interesting. I bet it went hard. I'm not gonna lie, but that just surprises me.
1: That's even on the uh, live that right here right up. now. Yeah. Double and they just put out. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
4: Nice. That,
0: that's a, a bold choice of songs to put one after another, but Hey, you know, you're, you're Van Halen. You go, you go for it, but maybe that's what tired them out. I don't know. And they just decided, yeah, we can cut this one. Yeah. <laughs> Wish they hadn't though,
1: but well, imagine, yeah. Get up into the drum solo. And then mm. uh, at least they gave <laughs> Sammy, Sammy gets a break during the drum solo. Then he goes. back right
0: <laughs> That's what that the is. is not- <laughs> There you go, we figured it out. It was yeah, that's it was what because, that is. Uh, the, yeah, it was the back to back. It Cause was it snowed every go, night. <laughs> yeah. And then Alex was just like, Look, I this is my band, and I'm saying no. <laughs> yeah, no, we're yeah. not doing that anymore.
2: Yeah. And
0: they're like, all that's, right, incra- all right, cool. that's
2: crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, but only played during 5150. And uh crazy. Scott Monroe says this song better get up over 90%. Um, we haven't hit 90% but. on any song on this album though. Uh, Why can't this be love? Is the top vote getter eighty seven point nine percent, followed closely by fifty one fifty, and then best of both worlds. So I could see getting get up
0: being in those mid eighties again, like eighty five somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. If if fifty one fifty and why can't this be love couldn't crack ninety percent, there's no chance get ups cracking nine. I wish I would, and maybe we'll get an absurd amount of voters, but I just don't see it happening because I mean look. Look at the stats; it's right there. I just for whatever reason you guys are just not big on fifty-one fifty, like you would think. And I, which is so crazy to me. I know how is dreams seventy-eight
1: percent? Like dreams is such a great fucking tune. Seventy-eight percent.
2: It like it breaks my heart. Like I'm like I because like it's just Van Halen. Just like I mean, yeah, change it changed so much as a band, but like eddie's mm-hmm. still there like 95 for the, the percent. i get well i guess what is it 75 percent of the band is still there <laughs>
0: <laughs> the yep, flavor is still there the formula yeah. still works it's all it's the all van
2: halen's are still in van halen
0: <laughs> yeah you know this you know you got uh yeah you're subbing one eccentric singer for uh a lesser so but that lesser so eccentricity uh is made up for in the raw pure talent of his vocal ability so and we and look, we can say what we want about his lyrical ability versus Dave's and you know we'll cross that bridge when we once again come to it I'm sure but nevertheless I just I I don't I just still don't see why people are so down on Van Halen just because of a new singer because it I I personally I think it improved but that's just me and uh you guys know how I roll with that but Nevertheless, tonight, the night belongs to Sammy Hagar, and it belongs to all of us because we got to listen to a good rockin' Van Halen tune uh, and have fun doing it. We all enjoy it. Full, clean sweep, and there it is. So, before we say our goodbyes, let's uh, go ahead and do the thing we need to do, which is tell you where you can find the show. You can find the show at www.podcastwellrock.com and you can find all the episodes all of our socials are on there our merch stores are in there thank you kevin brown for your contributions uh, it, it seems like there will be an endless supply so uh get them while you can because it's just like there's just so many and there it's going to be really funny if i see an army of people wearing these little inside joke shirts uh and you, you only know if you know I want to see that make my dream come true. Everybody buy some merch, wear your shirts around, have people look at you funny and go like, what the hell does that even mean? And go, mm-hmm. you got to tune in to find out, tune in to podcast. will rock. Find us on Twitter at podcast will rock uh, and the podcast will rock on Facebook. Uh, Those are the socials that, uh, oh, the Patreon. We've got a Patreon. I've mentioned it before. I'm saying it again. Join the Patreon. We've got tiers that will work for you, I promise. And again, if we don't, let us know, and Corey and I will make it happen. Corey will not rest. Until the entire podcasting airwaves are his, god damn it. He wants to hold them all in the palm of his hand. He's like the the devourer of worlds galactus, and he's coming for all of your podcasts to devour and to gain its power so that only he remains. And this Morris set podcasting universe is all there is. Speaking of, hey Corey, uh, where can the people find us and uh other podcasts in this amazing podcasting network we're a part of well i'll tell you what i just want to throw this out there if you want
1: kelsey full-time on the show you're gonna have to pony up some dough because uh you know we're we're gonna have to pay this girl for the insight she brings uh and i guarantee it's not going to be cheap so please if you want to spend an (laughs) afternoon with kelsey we'll make a tier. you know she'll just hang out with you she'll talk van halen uh, regalious stories it'll be a wonderful time yeah so uh, but you can find us as part of the Deep Dive Podcast Network, which features such great shows as. Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited, featuring myself and John Mariano and Scott Haskin. Backtracks Steam music talking all things music and movies with John Mariano. Uh, Scott Haskin is doing the the Magician's Podcast, the Uriah Heap Show. He's almost wrapping that one up as he's pretty much covered every single thing they've ever recorded in their entire career. Uh, <laughs> Nate and John at the Deep Purple Podcast. The Simple Man at Skinnered Reconsidered. Terry T-Bone Matthew at T-Bone's Prime Cuts on the other side. Rye at Sabbath Bloody Podcast. Paul Joan David at In the Lap of the Pods. and. And Matt at Hawk Binge, Eric and Jonathan at Maiden A to Z, Daniel and Josh at Diary of the Madman, the Ultimate Aussie Podcast, Ben and Sam at Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers Podcast, George and Hattie at the Judas Priest Cast, Clay and Rye at North by South Podcast, Greg and Jonathan at So Far, So Pod, So What, Kevin Brown does the Tom Petty Project and with Randy Woods, Seaside Pod Review, Quinn at Volume for All, Sav, Nick, Steve, and Mark at the Rock Roulette Podcast, Chaz and Greg. At regarding Lulu, and of course, some of our favorite podcasts and good friends, Sean Geek and the Fast Fred Podcast. You're All Doomed, a Friday the 13th podcast, the DLR cast, the Bogus Oda Show, Pod of Thunder, the recognized symbol of excellence in rock and roll podcasting, booked on rock with the legendary Eric Senich, who was here earlier tonight. Dissect that film, and Three's Company 2, a rewatch podcast. Woo!
0: All of that. And uh, they will all be devoured by Corey one way or another as the day comes. Look, you guys. We're making our way through Van Halen's catalog pretty steadily now. And uh, I mean, we're not, we're not finished yet. We still got a ways to go. We got 37, what, 37 tracks. 37. We got 37, but all of those will be gone in the blink of an eye if you're not careful. And what to, what do we do then? What, how is Corey going to satiate his podcasting hunker without <laughs> another show? I'm telling you he's coming for yours. So be careful, but be prepared, but at least he's a nice guy about it. So you'll you'll enjoy having him and you'll enjoy uh being part of his network so i'm just gonna keep making jokes until it finally happens and it's like oh the shit, cmpu he did it. God. rules all yep <laughs> one of us so kelsey thank you so much for being on the show again uh you're you're an honorary panelist at this point uh fan favorite uh if you got anything you want to plug any socials let the people know where they can find you
2: Um, the easiest way is my Twitter, which is Kelsey Van Halen. So that's pretty much all my stuff. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, it's always a blast to come on. Thank you for making this happen on short notice. (laughs) (laughs) This is a blast. And I'm so glad I like every time I come on here, I'm like hoping for a song I'm super familiar with, but I always get, I mean, I've gotten a few that I'm super familiar with, but this one wasn't one. That I was super familiar with, so it was really nice. I love coming on here and being able to examine tracks that I don't listen to all of a, all the time, you know.
0: That I mean, that's the beauty of the show, and it, it's exactly for us too. You know, like Corey and I were just making our way through uh, a band that we enjoy, but we're rediscovering our love, and we find something new every day, something more to appreciate, and it's good stuff. So, I always love you this band me- more when I leave. Oh.
2: Yeah, <laughs> sorry perfect.
0: good then, then then to me we we've done our job and we're we're continuously doing our job so hell yeah thank you so much for being part of it uh you can find me at mark the bat on twitter and instagram if you want to shout out at me and uh find out what i got going on when i'm not ranting about van halen things uh but of course i don't rant i simply have a conversation and there are luckily other people more more intelligent than i and then every once in a while uh more with the expertise than i do of this band because i am no expert i'm no historian just a simple fan Corey, just a simple fan kelsey more of an expert but still a humble fan and uh that's why we are here to talk about a band that we love because we're fans and we love it all of van halen not just one specific era remember that we are and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later.